I'm Hilary Robertson. Welcome to episode 69 of Harmonious World. For this episode, I'm joined by New Orleans-based pianist Oscar Rossignoli. His album Inertia has just been released and it features some original works and a series of improvisations. There's Latin rhythms in here and some completely composed pieces alongside some compositions written in the jazz tradition. Four of the tracks were improvised spontaneously. And there's a sense of Chopin in here, so it's not far from classical music. One of the tracks is called Preludio for Chick, and I don't know, but I wonder whether it's dedicated to Chick Corea, who sadly died in February this year. But this album was recorded in October 2020. This is a beautiful album, and I hope you enjoy listening to my conversation with Oscar. Hello, Hilary. How's it going? Good to meet you. Yeah, good to meet you too, Oscar. Hi. Thank you for joining me on Harmonious World. It's a real pleasure. Oh, thank you. Uh, this is a lovely album. And I, I want you to talk to me about how it came about, because some of it's completely composed, some of it's completely improvised, and some of it is a mixture of the two. Yes, yes. Um, a solo piano album has always been uh, something I wanted to do. And uh, as a pianist, you know, that's such an iconic format. Um, so that has always been a dream of mine to say a solo piano album. And uh, during 2020, you know, being stuck in the house with no work, nothing to do, I just said, well, if for some reason I cannot make a living as a musician after this and I have to go do something else, I think I have to at least do something, do something. So I just decided, let's go to the studio, I spend the money that I'm saving just in case, it doesn't matter, let's just go for it. So yeah, I just decided to do it with having in mind, you know, the times that we were going through and, and hoping to make a positive impact uh, in it. Yeah. So uh, one of the things I do want to ask you about is um, Preludio for Chick. You recorded it while Chick was still with us. Yes. Because the I, session, I, I'm sorry, I'm mm -hmm. assuming that it, I'm assuming that it's a reference to Chick Corea. It is. It is yeah. about Chick Corea. Uh, but the dedication came after the fact. I recorded this in October 2020, so he, of course, he was still with us. Oh, right. So the titling of it is, is a dedication to him. Yes, it, it happened in a funny way, actually, because I recorded the session and, and a couple of weeks later, I went to the studio to do the post-production. Uh, so we went we're, with Misha, the uh, audio engineer, we were doing master mixing and all that. And I'm listening to this track. And I just could immediately identify, oh, wow, I've stolen so much from Chick. You know, like this reminds me of something that Chick would hopefully like at least, you know, but it's something that, yeah, big impact in my life. Cool. I love Chick. Then he's doing his audio thing. It's not sound engineer. So I look at my phone and there it is, the news of Chick Corea's passing. It was very, very shocking to me. And so, yeah, that was a no-brainer for me. Like, yeah, this has to be a dedication for Chick. Yeah, and it is. That's a lovely track. And, it, and there, are, there are hints of, as you say, hints mm -hmm. of, of, of his 
playing. I mean, he's such a um, he was such a, a a generous musician. I think you know mm -hmm. he he seemed to tip his hat at lots of other people and um, you know the, the, their compositions and things and their styles. Can you talk to me about the other? So there there are four in, completely improvised tracks, and that's one of them. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. So where did mm -hmm. the ideas come from for those four tracks? Uh, I have no idea. Okay. That was something that happened in the studio. For some of the other songs I had, I had some ideas. I had this bass line or the score changes, and I just wanted to put myself in a very raw, real situation. It was a studio, of course. It was not live by any means, but I put myself as if, as if I was playing for for a live audience. So that that kind of pressure, in a way, makes me makes it a little easier for me to just navigate and accept things as they come and, and, and accept them and decide, yeah, this is what it is. This is what's happening right now. So that, that was the mindset kind of, of, of those improvisations. And it's something that, that I, I've been developing through the years. Uh, it started as, as trying to get out of this stage fright thing that I had. Um, you know, back in the many years ago. So I, I was forcing myself to play, let's say, recital hall, uh, music school, you know, concerts like that. You say, I'm just going to play one piece. I'm going to go there, improvise, nothing, no safety net, you know, and see what happens. So that exercise has been something that I've been working on and just like touching it. And I do it even as a meditation practice, you know, here in my house. So I... Now I'm very comfortable being in that, that position of not having anything and creating something out of nowhere. Lovely. Can you tell me a little bit about your background? Absolutely. I, I am from Honduras. I grew up in the city of San Pedro Sula. Uh, moved to the States in 2010, 2011 to pursue studies in music. Um, got my performance, piano performance degree from Louisiana State University in Baton Rouge. And after that, it was, you know, very logical to make a move to New Orleans, which is like an hour away from Baton Rouge, and decided to take a break between degrees before going for my master's. And I applied many places for my master's, including New York, Boston. But during that year in New Orleans, I just felt like it was... I should, I said, I should spend more time on this city. It's really cool what's happening down here. So it's been seven years. <laughs> I ended up, I ended up getting my master's from the University of New Orleans. And I'm, I'm just learning a lot, growing and, and enjoying my time in this, uh, in this beautiful community. It's been through so much, hasn't it? That city. So much, so much, but always comes back somehow stronger. Yeah. And I mean, I think even the even the pandemic has hit seems to have hit the New Orleans community. Yes, as, as bad as as anywhere, really. Oh yeah, absolutely. Everything stopped. I moved. I moved to a new apartment, to a different apartment, in during Lundi Gras, the day before Mardi Gras. Nobody does that in real in normal life because the streets are blocked. People are out on the streets, there are parades. There's no way you're going to get from point A to point B 
let alone moving, you know. So, but I could do that. That's how, how paralyzed the city was. Um, but, you know, it's right now things are, are very strong and musically and the energy of the people, you know, like I think we have learned how important some things are, including, you know, live music, not just for the music or the artists, just to be in, in a place with other people focused on the same thing, you know, like that, that kind of experience, I think people are hungry for right now and you can see that and you can feel that even as a musician playing gigs here there's a little more attention to what we're doing and and i think that's a a result of being deprived of of that experience the i've been to a couple of gigs since since we've we've been coming out of lockdown and the Mm -hmm. first experience for me that was weird was applauding because you know you there's something you you know you're giving to the to the performer you're you're giving a, a physical manifestation of your appreciation mm-hmm. and 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 you've got other people around you who are doing the same and it's there's a, such a sense of community and and mm-hmm. joining together in that in in our applause in response to the music on the stage and yeah. i've never thought of it like that before Yes, it's same same with me. Like the first gig I did after the lockdown and, and with actual human beings and that first applause were like, oh, oh, wow, they're listening. Oh, yeah, they're here. Wow, this is so cool. You know, like, it's like yeah. I forget, I forgot how that felt. Like, but um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's good we have that back. Yes, exactly. So what does the future hold? Obviously, you've got this album that's just come out. It's been out a few weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Are you planning to do some live touring of this or are you putting this, is this just a marker in the sand and then you're going to go back and do your trio stuff? Pro- probably a little bit of, of both. I, I, I am thinking and, and looking and planning to do some performances, live performances. I would like to do a little bit of traveling within the country uh, for, and play this music uh, but yes, there's a, a, a trio that I work with. It's called Extended. And it's not my trio. It's just a collaboration. The three of us, we compose, we do all, all the things, the same, same, same level of commitment. Uh, we have our third album coming out, coming out this year. So we're working on that. Uh, and I'm already thinking of like, you know, the next album. Oh, I think I want a quintet. That would be nice. Something different. Right. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. And and I guess, you know, when you're in such a musical city and, and, and everybody is happy to collaborate, and especially now, I think everybody wants to collaborate. So hopefully there'll be something exciting. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, there's so much to, to grab from in the city. Like if I want to put an orchestra together, I know I can, I can do that. Even among my friends at the scene, it's just so open. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the tracks that I've really enjoyed is, and I, I'm sure I'll mispronounce it, Siempre? Siempre, that's it. Okay, uh, which means forever, is that right? Yes, or uh, always. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something lyrical about that. It's almost like it's crying out for a vocal. Mm-hmm. It is. It does sound like a song, and it's even structured in that way. Uh, I wrote this 
this piece for a friend of mine that, that I lost in, in, in 2020. Uh, he, he died way too young, way too soon. Great musician, grew up with him. We kind of learned how to play jazz with him. We were both and many other friends exploring this music from afar, you know, with no teachers, no schools, just CDs and PDFs. Right. Uh, so after the news, I just went to the piano and I wanted to, to pay homage to him, uh, Jose Antonio Velasquez, that's his name. And I, I wrote something that I thought he would like, he would enjoy. And it's a mixture of, it's a little bit of the jazz tradition, of course, the harmony and, and, and things that I know Jose would love to hear. But it also has a little bit of the bolero, as in, as in you know, the Latin American song structure in it that I, I, Jose and I used to listen to a lot of those songs. I used to play gigs to, with very old, like old singers that like that music, you know. So just a, a reminiscing of that, those sounds and, 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 and things that I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah. If it's all right, I'm going to use a couple of the tracks on the podcast. And I think I'd like to start with the um, Preludio for Chick because that there's, there's something, I mean, that's just beautiful, but I'd, I'd like to finish with Siempre because I think it's, I can hear that there's some, there's some sense of, of remembering someone you've lost. Mm-hmm. But there's also something in there about hope for the future. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that's, uh, that'll come Please. across to my listeners. Oh, that's awesome. That's beautiful. Thank you for, for using those, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's brilliant. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it, Oscar. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a real pleasure talking with you. So I hope you enjoyed that, my conversation with Oscar Rossignoli. And of course, as always, the links are in the show notes. Please do rate and review Harmonious World on whichever podcast platform you use. I have lots of interesting guests lined up for my future podcasts. So thank you for joining me once more on Harmonious World and I hope you are enjoying this track which is Siempre from Oscar Rossignoli's album Inertia. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook and it's a great delight to bring this series of discussions with musicians and composers 
and writers and all sorts of people to you. Obviously, there's no point in having a podcast if people aren't listening, and I'm very grateful to my listeners for doing so. Thanks also to Joe English for composing and performing this new theme tune. So wherever you get your podcast, you can leave a review. You can share this with your friends and family, either as a link or on social media and that sort of thing. I'd be really grateful for that. Don't forget that you can subscribe now. There's a link wherever you get your podcasts. So have a great week and please remember why I started this, which is just to try and make the world a little more harmonious. Thanks for listening to Harmonious World.